Are you curious about the process to take some vague ideas and turn it into a fully developed story? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to be taking some random ideas and developing them right here, right now, into a full outline. Join me as I figure out how in the world to write this story in real time. Hey friends, welcome to the Inspired to Write podcast. My name is Olivia Rowe. I'm a writer who loves Jesus, a dog mom, a story development nerd, and I have a huge passion for all things creative. I know you have a story on your heart that you're dying to tell. There is something unique inside of you that God is trying to call out through your creativity. But you get caught up in the details of how do I write a good story? How do I make my characters come to life on the page? Does my book truly matter? You find yourself stuck writing chapter one over and over, burnt out, discouraged, and on the brink of quitting. I made this podcast because I believe in your story. I want to encourage you through scripture and help you develop your craft, grow spiritually, and create with the creator in mind. If you are ready to make an impact through your book that will honor God no matter what market you choose to write for, then grab a notebook and some coffee and let's get inspired to write. Hey friends, I am so excited you're here with me today because we have a really fun episode lined up. We are going to outline a story together right here, right now. I truly have no idea what I'm going to do or how I'm going to develop it yet, but I thought it would be really fun because sometimes when you get very vague ideas that you don't actually know how to turn it into a true impactful story, it can be overwhelming and you don't know what to do, where to start, where to go from there. Um, and how to piece all those ideas together. So I thought it'd be really fun to do that in real time and you can draw from my process and um, help develop your own writing, drafting, outlining process. But before we get too far into that, I do want to share our review of the day. Our review of the day comes from Made to be Thriving, and they say, if you are a writer or an aspiring writer, this is a must listen. I love how Olivia keeps the Lord at the center as she provides tips, strategies, and encouragement. Thank you so much for your review. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate how you perfectly captured everything I'm trying to do here on this podcast. Encourage people in the Lord and encourage people in their creativity. I want to provide spiritual inspiration and also practical tips so that you can write with confidence. Thank you again to Made to be Thriving for leaving a written review for me. And if you're enjoying my podcast, don't forget to let me know by leaving a five-star written review of your own. And I would love to thank you personally on the show. Now on to the fun stuff, time to outline. As a creative and as a writer, I'm sure I'm not the only one that gets like a million ideas a day. And then I have to be really intentional about which ones I actually pursue, because if not, I'm never actually going to finish a project. I'm just going to keep starting new ones. I'm sure y'all know what I'm talking about. So, for today's episode, I thought I'd pull out my list of random, undeveloped ideas and just try to develop one with you guys. (laughs) So, before I share this random idea with you guys, there is something y'all should know about me. 
I love Cinderella stories. I know they're basically the same thing, copied and pasted, but I find so much comfort in them. I don't know why I'm always so drawn to them. And if I'm just wanting to relax and watch a movie and to just feel good about life and not have to overthink things too much, I will always click on some sort of Cinderella type movie and there are a lot of them out there but I feel like I have watched them all and so I was I was looking for something to watch one day and realizing that I have no new Cinderella content you know it seems like everybody and their mother makes a Cinderella movie but I have watched them all and so I was thinking there can never be enough Cinderella stories for me it is just what I return to for comfort for some reason. And so I was thinking there needs to be a Cinderella story for every season. And then I got the idea of, oh, that would be really interesting because you could do four different books with four different vibes depending on the season and the tropes would kind of blend into those aesthetics and that would be really cool and that's that is as far as i got with that idea but i was also really drawn to the idea of writing a cinderella story because i'm very hard on myself i put a lot of pressure on myself for my stories to be unique and original and engaging and perfect basically and sometimes that paralyzes me from actually writing and so i keep telling myself just do a really fun cheesy cinderella story that everybody knows what's gonna happen and that's that's the fun of it and it'll, maybe it'll release you from this pressure that you put on yourself. And so, you know, I have a goal to do that one day. I, I haven't done it, obviously. So I thought I would take this concept of just a really fun, lighthearted, warm-your-heart Cinderella story and try to develop it to where it has an actual structure to where I could write it one day if I wanted to. So that's usually how everything starts. You get a random idea and the heart behind the story and a goal. And really the goal for me isn't related to word count or a publication date or something like that. The goal for me was write a story that releases you from the pressure to be perfect. Write a story that you have permission to write something quote unquote cheesy. That's the story goals that I think are really important to make because they help you center in on the heart of your story and why it's important to you and why you're writing it. All right, so now what do we do? Well, for me personally in my writing process, the first thing I want to do whenever I sit down to write is go to the Lord in prayer. I believe in the power of prayer. I believe that partnering with God for his glory is more impactful than trying to do things on your own. My prayers each time I sit down to work on my story look a little different, but if I'm going to be writing for the day, I like to write out my prayers. And I love handwriting. I don't know, something like clicks in my brain and in my heart when I handwrite versus type. Um, so I come before the Lord 
I thank him for who he is first, and I try to meet with him um, by praising him and being grateful first, and then um, I'm really honest with him. I truly believe that he cares about my story, and so, you know, I'm not just trying to praise him to check off a religious box. I'm, I'm trying to get my heart and my mind right. But I do want to um, address him like he is a friend who cares about my story. So, you know, I get excited about it with him. And I'll say, God, I have this really great idea for a story. And I want your blessing to help me develop it. This is what I'm thinking. And it might seem a little, like, redundant to have the, to tell the God of the world things when he already knows. But... That's the point of partnering with him, is he wants to be able to experience all these things with us. So if you didn't already know, God loves you, and he loves your story, and he is just as excited about it, probably more than you are. And I'll try not to ramble on too much about it, but I'll leave it here just by recapping and saying, I pray to thank God for who he is as creator, for making me in his image, making me creative as well. And then I tell him my thoughts and ideas for the story, but then I ultimately submit it to him with an open hand and tell him he can change it and he can develop it any way he wants to. Now that we've had our idea, we've submitted it to the Lord and officially invited him into the process. What do you do? Well, if you've listened to episode two of my podcast, you already know what I believe makes a truly impactful story. And if you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen to it because I think that episode's pretty great. I mean, I'm biased, but I think there's really good information in there. But in that episode, I talk about how the flawed protagonist's transformation is the emotional thread that connects all the elements of story and tells a universal truth as a result. And from that sentence, I feel like you can start to see the step-by-step process of developing a story, at least for me. Because if you don't know your protagonist's transformation, then you don't know where your story's gonna go. So if you can figure that out first, then you can start uncovering different layers of your story. You can figure out supporting characters and the antagonist and the setting and conflict and plot points. All of those things can enrich and enhance your protagonist's transformation to make the story seem more impactful, more cohesive, and more addicting and engaging. Ever since I started breaking down my development process like this, I have felt confident that I can take random ideas like a Cinderella story with different seasons and turn it into an actual outline that I feel confident and ready to write. But you might be wondering, how do I take something like setting or conflict and all this stuff and tie it into the transformation? Well, there is a way, I promise, and I think I'm going to actually break this episode up 
into the different major story elements and how we are going to connect all that back to the transformation. But in today's episode, I really want to make sure we figure out at least our protagonist and her transformation. And then we'll figure out our supporting characters and our antagonist. And then we'll figure out our settings. And then we will figure out conflict, plot points, and then we'll start really seeing all of these elements come together. For all my free-spirited writers out there, I know this seems very structured, but actually I'm just laying a foundation for simple boundaries for us to be the free creative spirits that we are and not get lost at the same time. All right, all that to say, we have our first step. We need to figure out our Cinderella character. And I think in order to do that, I want to take this idea of seasons and figure it out a little further because I think I want her transformation to mirror the season that she's in. So the season can almost act as a metaphor for her transformation on the inside. Should I, should I randomize it? Because in my head, I was thinking the four seasons were like four different books, but obviously we're just doing one because that's a lot to outline. (laughs) And I don't know, my heart is kind of saying spring. Like I want to do spring and I feel like a lot of really beautiful metaphors can come out of that, but I kind of wanted to randomize it and then have it truly be raw and real for the episode. So I don't know. Wait, let me let me get a randomizer and we'll decide. See, like the beginning of the podcast was me like laying the groundwork to my process and now this is this is me not knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> or I should say I don't know, just just the regular writer process of figuring things out as you go which feels like you don't know what you're doing, but we have an action plan. We will not get lost. Randomizer. I'm Googling, currently Googling randomizer. Because isn't there one you can type out things that you want? No, wait, that's a wheel of names. I don't want that. I mean, maybe we could do that to name our character. Picker wheel. No, I want one. I might cut this out. Or might keep it real, I don't know. This is already getting longer than the episodes that I usually make, but I figured it would be a little bit longer. Um, due to the nature of this episode. <laughs> oh, wait, I can go in and I can put in whatever I want. Okay, so I'm going to write out, was it winter... Spring, summer, and fall. I'm secretly hoping that spring gets picked. I know I could lie and say that it does, but I'm not doing that to you guys. Oh, it's the prettiest colors you can't see, but they're like my favorite colors of pinks and oranges and yellow. Spring, spring! (gasps) Oh my gosh! It's actually gonna land on spring. Oh my gosh. Okay. 
You guys cannot see, obviously, because this is a podcast, but I was secretly wanting spring and the wheel spun. It was like a hair away from summer, but we truly did randomize it and we truly got spring. Yes, I am happy with this decision. I'm going to, I'm going to screenshot it. (laughs) Wouldn't it be too much if I screenshot it and put it on our Instagram? I am rarely on that Instagram. I'm sorry, but I'm screenshotting it for proof that this in fact did happen. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. So the season that I'm going to focus on and for the purpose of this series is spring which is perfect because I'm currently in spring right now. I don't know when you're listening to this, but it is spring. So this will just put me in the perfect mood to outline the story. (laughs) See, even with a plan, you just go down rabbit holes and you've got to let yourself because this imaginative stage is really going to be what fuels you to get done what you need to get done because it seems like Oh, I can't get distracted. I have a purpose. I'm figuring out the transformation. Let's do it. No. I always say, follow your rabbit trails. I mean, there's a time when we need to be focused, but we have that focus because we have a plan. I don't know if that makes sense. Again, rabbit trail. But moving on. So the reason I was excited for spring was because I have this image of opening the story with ice and snow melting away and flowers starting to bloom and to me this perfectly captures what a cinderella story is like because it's that rags to riches you're going from a really cold harsh winter to things that have been dormant finally blooming and becoming fruitful And to me, it also just shines a light on that optimism that Cinderella usually has. So it is the perfect opening for our story and jumping into foreshadowing her character and her character arc. So I'm going to write that down. As the first story note, if you will. And, you know, we still don't know exactly what we're going to do with it. We still don't know exactly what that means, but it's, it's helping us get there. So maybe her transformation has something to do with qualities and traits that have been remaining dormant inside of her for some reason that she finally needs to let bloom. Oh, I love it. Okay. So next we kind of need to think about what these traits could be that she really needs to release inside of her. And what's keeping her from releasing those traits. We can uncover this information by starting to focus on what is her flaw, her fear, and her misbelief about the world. I'm choosing to focus on this because I think it'll help us flesh out not only her character, but her transformation even better. So I think once we have an idea of her flaw, fear, and misbelief, we'll be in a good shape for this episode and pick up next episode talking about supporting characters and antagonists and all that kind of fun stuff. 
So, hmm. Thinking. Okay, so positive traits are jumping to me pretty immediately. So I'm thinking I really want to preserve the optimism and gentleness of Cinderella. Um, I really think sometimes people don't value the soft feminine nature of her character, but I find that there is such an inner strength to these qualities because Cinderella, her circumstances are not great, but she doesn't use those circumstances to ever victimize herself or to spiral into negativity. She is extremely optimistic and she makes the best of what she has. And I think those are very beautiful qualities to have, but maybe um, a negative trait that can kind of be spun from that is she's a little bit too passive. She's afraid to speak up and use her voice in certain areas but she needs to use her voice because that optimism that she brings into the world can really inspire others. Um, so let's have her flaw be um, she's too passive. She won't speak up when she needs to. She has an inner strength and... She has a courage to her, but maybe there's something that she's just afraid to speak up about. And this story is going to challenge her to reach her full potential in that way. And then her fear, I don't know, I'll have to think about this. I guess her fear is speaking up. But that's very vague, but that's okay. It can be very vague for right now. And as we figure out more parts of the story, it will help us develop this and strengthen this even more. And her misbelief about the world is... I don't know. I have to think about that one too. If you are passive and you're afraid to speak up and use your voice, what do you believe about the world? Because this one's kind of tricky because... The nature of Cinderella's character is that she's almost too perfect in a lot of areas. Um, she doesn't have too many flaws. She just like wakes up and is beautiful and cooks and cleans and has a very happy, positive attitude about all the negative things in her life. And I want to preserve that a bit, but we need to make her a little bit more relatable. So I wonder, and I also think that Cinderella stories... Cinderella sometimes have has a hard time truly accepting her worth a little bit. Like, if they see me for who I am, will the prince actually love me because I'm just nobody but this servant girl or whatever? I could try and play off of that and have that tie into her misbelief. I don't know. I'm not sure. So... I think we have a pretty strong foundation to at least explore other areas of our story. I know it seems very vague, and it is, but it is the initial stepping stones that we are going to use to tie everything together as we're developing it in real time. 
So it's okay that we don't have the flaw, fear, misbelief perfectly figured out right now. I think we have a really good jumping off point for the transformation. We know that her transformation is going to center around blooming and opening up and traits that have been dormant in her. She's channeling that inner strength that she has to finally release it. And with time and with development, it's only going to become more clear how we are going to walk that out onto the page. So we've figured out the basics of our outlining process and we have started to discover our Cinderella character, her transformation, um, we've started to form her flaws, fears, and misbelief, and we've started to uncover how that's going to tie into the season that she's in. And with this, I will leave it here for this episode. And in the next episode, we'll take the concepts that we started building here to start developing our side characters and our antagonists and all that kind of fun stuff. And then we'll move on from there. But that's all for today. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And if you did, and if you are enjoying this content, please consider leaving a review and sharing this show with a friend. I am so happy you spent this time with me, friend. And as always, I can't wait to read your book. So please go write it. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If this podcast is helping you or encouraging you in any way, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts to help this show grow. And don't forget to subscribe and share this show with a friend or somebody who you know needs to be inspired to write.